Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Uh, lately, we've been around town and you've seen us at different locations. Today, we're back here in our office in Orland Park, Illinois. Uh, joining me as usual is my co-host, Katie Umland. And uh, today, Katie, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, should I look at contributing to my regular 401k, traditional IRA type things, or should I really be looking at doing maybe a Roth? Uh, Roth contribution. So we're back to topics that I don't quite understand, but you do. Yeah, that, oh. yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> for at least for for this episode, uh, the the days of me walking on the treadmill at Orange Theory <laughs> are uh, are coming to a close. Um, so so yeah, so let's talk a little bit about uh, what is a Roth IRA versus a regular IRA. What's a four hundred one k? You know, how does all that work? And and then ultimately, uh, not only how should I be saving into those. But then how does that mean I withdraw when I hit retirement age and you know, how do I build my income from there? Uh, now, in your case, you know, what, what's your understanding of traditional versus Roth and, and all that kind of okay, stuff? Okay, this is a good quiz. Um, so I think that traditional you get, okay, wait. I know traditional and Roth are different based on how you're taxed, yep. whether when you put it in versus when you take it out. Yep. One, I think traditionally you're taxed when you take it out. Correct. Yep. And Roth, you're taxed when you put it in. Put it in. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what happens is, uh, like if you think about your regular 401k or a traditional IRA, the reason people put money into those when they're working is because the money that they put in, they don't pay tax on when it goes in. It grows tax deferred, but then whenever they take the money out, they have to pay tax on whatever comes out. Uh, with a Roth, to, to exactly what you're saying, you, you pay tax on it now, but when the money goes in, it grows tax deferred, it's never taxed again. So sometimes the, pe- the reason people look and say, I wanna put it in and not pay tax now, is because they're thinking that their income's gonna be higher when they're working, and then when they hit retirement age, when they take it out, income would be lower, which means they might save some money on it's kind of reminding me of when you file like yearly taxes. Like some people like to pay as they go, like have more taken out of their paychecks every yep. month and then hopefully get a little bit back at yep. tax time. And some people prefer to like not really have much taken out and then and see, pay. Yeah, yeah. see where that winds up. Yeah, so it's, it is kind of something like that. And, uh, and really what it is, is people looking to see where will I pay the least amount of tax? Uh, do I think I'm going to pay more in tax now or do I think I'll pay more in tax when I'm in retirement. Um, the, and the funny thing is, you know, when we, like we've talked on other episodes, what, you know, everybody thinks, uh, not just everybody, a lot of people think that when I'm working, I'm gonna be in a higher income bracket. Uh, but kind of like we've talked before, when do people spend more, the most money? It's on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And when they retire, every, every day is the weekend, weekend right? Yeah, and so, uh, so a lot of times, the thought that your income comes down in retirement really isn't reality because you don't retire thinking I want to do nothing. You retire thinking I've got this list of things I want to do and you end up spending, uh, almost spending more money. And so uh, a lot of times when people sit down to make those decisions and as we talk with clients, it really is a conversation around partially where we think tax rates are going, but it's even more than that, it's a a conversation around diversification. Uh, So if I said to you today, hey, let's take all of your money and put it into one stock. Is that a good idea? Not really risky. Yeah, for sure, right? You say you should be diversified. And so one one thing that we start to talk about is how do you diversify your portfolio from a tax perspective? And what we found is we have a lot of our clients 
that for years have been saving into their 401ks. And so they have a lot of money that's built up in these tax deferred vehicles. Then they get to retirement age. And what happens? Every dollar they take out, they have to pay income tax on. Uh, and so they have no tax diversification. So one way you can diversify from a tax perspective is let's have some money go into a Roth IRA that now when you get to retirement age is tax free. So you have an option for where do I get money? Uh, you know, I, I was thinking about uh, even with you and Alex, and we've talked about the lake house before uh, in a previous episode. And so when you guys think about retirement and you get to that point and you need a new pontoon, uh, to, to have all of your money tied up inside of a 401k, you're gonna have to pay tax on it when it comes out. Uh, how much do you have to take out to pay the tax, to get enough to buy the pontoon, and then what does that do to your tax bracket? And so a lot of times, uh, what we'll do is we'll talk to clients about having some of that Roth money as that large purchase. Sure. Kind of, it's kind uh, of more liquid. Yeah, for sure, yeah, you can look at it that way. Uh, is one of the reasons why a lot of times we'll tell clients to have money inside of their inside of their Roth. Uh, this time of year, I think about it too. Uh, as you're in retirement, uh, we were just talking as an office uh, about all of our Christmas shopping, right? And that's I think kind of one of the things you enjoy doing. Yeah, uh, any kind of shopping. I'm not limited to Christmas. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so when you have kids and you're at Christmas time, a lot of times clients think about making gifts to their children. Uh, and so as they do that, sometimes we have clients that say, let's take a big trip uh, at Christmas time, or you know, those are kind of larger expenditures. And sometimes having flexibility to take money out of a tax-free vehicle versus having to always pay tax on it is helpful. Uh, so that's that's some of the, the changes. And, and then are uh, some of the reasons why you would choose to, to put money into a Roth. And then some of the other things that we look at, uh, have you heard, ever heard of minimum distributions? Just uh, over the, overhearing in the office. Yeah, yeah. But and so, <laughs> what's kind of what's your understanding with those? Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, so, I think that you. So, I think the government makes you take out a certain amount each year because they want to tax you on it. Yep. Um, yeah. Right. So, they have a minimum amount that you have to take out so that they can collect tax. Hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. And so kind of what happens there is when you turn age 72, right now they're talking about maybe moving that to age 75, but when you turn age 72, you have to start taking money out of your 401k, your traditional IRA, that kind of stuff. And so what happens is we can have clients that are fortunate enough that they don't really need all of that minimum distribution mm -hmm. money. Uh, their other income sources are enough to support their lifestyle. And now all of a sudden when they hit age 72 and they have to start taking all that money out, that has the, the potential to move them into a higher tax bracket. They're paying higher, uh, now higher costs to get those funds out, but they have no choice. They have to take it out. Uh, versus like a Roth IRA, inside of that Roth, you don't have those minimum distribution requirements. And so that money can just sit there and continue to grow if you don't need it. Now obviously you can take it out if you want to, but, uh, but it can continue to grow. Uh, which then ultimately is tax-free to the kids too. So, you know, as we sit down with clients and really start looking at, should you have money into a Roth IRA? Should you have money into your traditional? Uh, what we encourage is let's sit down and let's be really intentional about what those percentages look like. How much do you have in a Roth? How much do you have in a traditional? Uh, your current contributions going into your 401k. Should they be in a Roth or should they be going into the tax deferred portion of that 401k? 
Um, and it really, what we find is it really, it can mean a pretty significant change to the flexibility that they have uh, when, when clients are, are retired. Um, so, so one of the things from, from our perspective, if you kind of go down, uh, we're getting close to the end of the year, and so you start thinking about checklists for New Year's resolutions, or what should I do, or you know all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that we would encourage is that on that checklist of what am I going to do new in the in the new year, is look at what those uh, contribution rates are inside of the 401k. Do some analysis around should I be doing some money into a Roth contribution versus the traditional 401k. But also, you know, let's set up a plan for Roth conversions. We talked about that in a previous episode. Uh, and it's a great time right now uh, with where tax rates are to even think about, should I be building that Roth in a bigger way by taking money out of that traditional IRA, converting it into a Roth IRA? Uh, and right now, the reason we like to think about that at, at this time of year, uh, first, if there's any last minute things you want to do, now's a great time to, to hurry up and get those done. Secondly, though, it is kind of that as I turn the calendar and start thinking about what I'm going to do differently in 2023, that's a great place to start. It is a very simple, easy to change thing if you want to make changes. Um, so just something to... Is, so is that something, like if you, uh, if your employer offers like matching or um, any kind of help with that, is that something that uh, a client could bring in to you, like kind of their their 401k package at work and you could kind of help them like look through that and help them determine where they would yeah so the way that that all works is uh, so first yes our our role would be to sit down and say help you determine how much you go into roth versus how much you go to traditional what does that maybe look like long term how does that help me from a flexibility perspective and, and all that kind of stuff uh, so yes, that's part of our role. Now, obviously, we don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future, but but we can help give you a, an educated uh, estimate there. Uh, but beyond that, to explain kind of how it works, because it's always the same. So if your employer uh, offers like matching contributions or any sort of contribution into your 401k, regardless of what your choice is, their contributions always go into the tax deferred part of your 401k. Okay. Uh, there's some conversation now. Uh, there's in, in legislation right now where they're talking about allowing for you to choose that it goes to Roth versus not. But the way the, the law is right now, any employer contributions go into that tax deferred which portion, would be traditional. which would be traditional. Okay. And so, uh, so a lot of times when we work with clients, we look and say, well, if you're already getting company match into the traditional, maybe it makes sense to, to start building and exactly the okay. start doing the Roth contributions. Uh, and the, the big part there too is, especially when you think about uh, how those 401ks are allocated and managed, we've seen an, an entire shift in the industry to where employers are kind of putting clients into uh, what we would call target date funds or retirement date funds. And what those are is they're vehicles that are kind of, uh, you sell and retire in the year 2025 and they get more conservative as you get closer and kind of change for you. Uh, which is great, it's a great way to kind of set it and forget it, but as clients start wanting to be more intentional with how they're managing those assets, sometimes it makes even more sense to say, let's not only look at uh, is Roth contribution versus traditional the right thing, but it's also, uh, you know, are those assets actively managed. actively managed and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so, so our, th our suggestion would be, one of the things to do here at turn of the year, check out not only Am I putting the right amount, right percentages into the 401k? Am I doing any catch-up contributions, those things?
but even beyond that, should I be doing Roth contributions or, or traditional? So, so thank you for uh, joining us on this episode uh, where we talked about you know Roth versus traditional types of retirement accounts. Uh, look forward to next episodes where we'll be uh, talking with our friends at Smith Crossing. Uh, and hopefully you have a very blessed Christmas and New Year season if we don't talk to you. Thanks so much. And if you found any of this valuable, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook. And we'll see you again soon. We hope to help you live your legacy with confidence.